The production of this program is made possible thanks to the support of Audlin Brown, BD Development, viewers and listeners. It is common to be intimidated by rejection. The thought of failing or getting turned down for an opportunity that we've always wanted can influence the way we make genuine decisions toward our goals. Moreover, the overall experience of getting rejected can negatively affect our self-esteem. Dr. Eli Joseph says, you can get over this fear of rejection. In fact, you can become immune to it. Based on his own experience of thousands upon thousands of rejections, he says, I emerged from the ordeal of rejection stronger than I was before. In a sense, he was following Mithridates' example of dose, dosing poison to become immune to poison. Dr. Joseph points out, the total of human accomplishment is rooted in the fact that everything that has been developed and learned was through trial and error. And he says, failure and rejection are on a continuum. Either can stop you in your tracks or they can motivate you to go further, try harder, become stronger, and immunize yourself against undermining your self-esteem. I invited Dr. Eli Joseph, the author of The Rejection Resume, to join me for a conversation that matters about embracing your bumpy, rejection-laden path through life. Dr. Joseph, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Stu. I really appreciate you. So, what is it about embracing this concept of rejection that made you say, uh, I recognize this is not individual to me, it's a universal fear, and here's how I dealt with it and what you can learn from it. People believe that, and this is more so of a, a common misconception that people believe that my road to success or my road to, to um, complete accolade has been complete and with no with no error, no rejection, I had a silver spoon in my mouth. I heard it all. I had a silver spoon in my mouth. I had everything handed to me. And that was the genesis behind reflecting on rejection, reflecting on failure. Um, and that was basically what makes my story of rejection perfect. This, this behind, it basically repeats the perfect rejection resume because it's not perfect to fail. However, it's perfect for your story as well. Um, and that's, that's basically the genesis of the whole entire idea of sharing, not only just writing down your, your failures and writing down your rejections, but sharing them, being open to discuss how you failed and how you, how you made mistakes along the way. It's interesting that you say that because as you're speaking, I'm thinking, you're right. When you start to tell somebody about, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened next, and then you, even if you start laughing about it, and then you go, oh, no, no, but it, get, it, it gets worse. Uh, there's something about the sharing of that that I think helps, to, uh, well, helps you appreciate some of the trials and tribulations that you got through to uh, the accomplishments that you're enjoying now. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and it's not, it's not a, a sad story to, to share. Right. People oftentimes believe, you know, it's a doom and gloom. Oh, my gosh, I'm having a horrible day. Or I'm having a horrible life. And let me share it. It's no, it's it's I'm, I, I, I had to go through so much to get to that point. But look at us now. We're, we're thriving. We're succeeding. And we're taking those bumpy roads along the way. And not only that, we're being vaccinated. I think that's the that's one of the key words that we, we use time and time again. Um, we're, we're being vaccinated with our own dose of failure. 
So that way we can be completely immune to it and be open to share it and succeed from that point. Where did you develop the, the strength to be able to find that kind of um, uh, perspective uh, on life? Because it's not something that happens naturally. I think the natural response is to feel as though you are, you've been diminished because you've been rejected. Well, not only through the, the thousands of rejections that I've received or that have accomplished or when I accomplished, I did accomplish those rejections. But um, I will say this, um, when I hear feedback from others that assuming that I have succeeded without little to no error or without little to no, you know, tur turbulence along the road, it makes it motivates me to share my, my side of the story of saying, you know what, I've been through so much. And perhaps I can motivate you to share your story of, of rejection so, or, or failure. So that way, um, you know, we can have this discussion of, man, you know, it's, it was not easy to get to our point. But if we can discuss this, 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 um, this idea of failing or this idea of rejecting or being rejected in the past, it's, we'll, we'll realize that being rejected or failing is not so bad after all. Right. And I think that that developed over time because, I, you know, at first, who wants to share the, their failures? Who would want to share the fact that they've, they've been rejected so many times at an organization? Um, but I think after you, you feel comfortable of, of providing that comeback story or the, the, the story of rebounding from that point of, of from that low point, you realize that highlighting your low lights will make you will make you much more, um, you know, appealing to not only yourself, or, but to the audience as well. So tell me a little bit about your story when you, you say, okay, you set objectives for yourself, but you ran into obstacles. What was it internally that you did that gave you the wherewithal? And you pro probably wasn't even confident at that point, but it was just a determination to say, well, I'm going to try again. So what got you over that initial barrier that so many people would then say, well, okay, I guess it's not going to work. I remember vividly. Uh, I was applying for Wall Street positions, right? I, I was, I was in, I was majoring in mathematics, and I thought I was going to be in a Wall Street banker. Uh, and I remember vividly going into an interview at J.P. Morgan Chase, and I was basically excited. I was, I was so excited to, to, to even have this opportunity here. And I was making mistakes along the way. I was making so many mistakes, um, long-winded answers. Uh, not being direct with my with my my viewpoints and um, the the elevator pitch was too long <laughs> long way so I was making mistakes along the way and I didn't realize it um, up until the point where after after the interview I reflected I said Man, I don't think I would get this job and I'm so and and at this point I don't feel confident confident even even sharing I was so confident sharing the fact that I was going into an interview for J P Morgan Chase but. On the other side, I knew for some reason, for my instinct was telling me you will not get this job. But I didn't want to share that story either. I, I was so comfortable sharing that story of um, success, of getting interviewed by a, a good, a great company like J.P. Morgan, but I was not so comfortable with sharing the, the, the outcome of that conversation that I had. And that's that was that first moment of um, that first moment of being being um, adamant or being reluctant to share that story. And I said, I'll never have this experience again. If I'm, if I'm able to share the, the highlight or being, being accepted at, at one part of the organization or having a positive experience, I should be, I should be as 
um, motivated or as eager to share that negative side. I got to get you to take a break for a second while we take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support. How did they wind yeah. up telling you that you didn't get the job? To be honest, I never got an email. I knew I didn't get the job when they, there was a starting point, right? The, that was, those internship positions, they start at a, let's say for the, for the summer, they'll start on June 1st or they start on the first day of July. I didn't even get a, I didn't even get a, a, a rejection uh, email. I just knew that June 1st came by and I didn't get anything and that's how I found out. That's, that's how, how found you out. found out. And so what was your, do you remember what your response was? My response was being timid, being shy. I was shy. I was timid. I didn't feel comfortable even sharing the outcome of or my experience of going into a, you know a, a position like that because I I didn't have that I didn't have that um, strength to even say you know what I didn't get the job you know I didn't get the I didn't get the opportunity but at the same time I didn't feel comfortable I felt so shy and I I said to myself this will never happen again because one day. Out, one day, these organizations will hear from you again. So, did you maybe the way that I would go, uh, dagger to the heart, uh, <laughs> lie on the ground and and say, "Woe is me," or did you? And then maybe pick myself up and and try timidly again. Did you have some kind of inner resolve that allowed you to say, "Okay, what do I need to do next?" Yes, I had that. And one of the principles that I share in the, in the book was it may not be your fault, but you have to take the blame for your actions. So it may not have been my fault that I didn't get the, the, the role at J.P. Morgan, but I have to take the blame. Right. And even if I got the dagger, even if I got punched in my face with that re, with that dose of rejection or that dose of failure, I have to go come back up and start swinging as well, because that's basically the. the I always believe in progression, progression being the more successive factor than perfection. Right? Nothing's going to be perfect, but as long as you're progressing, you, you'll, you'll be able to be, you'll be successful as well. So I'm not going to sit down and, and pout and be ashamed of the fact that I failed. I'm going to fight back. You know, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to push back and push forward and, and fight back. And even if I didn't get, I, even if I didn't get the desired outcomes, I'm okay with just putting forth the effort. So does it become important, you said, you know, uh, accept responsibility that you may have played a role in what the outcome was, but sometimes there are other reasons why you're not accepted, uh, and those can be challenging, and, and you may not always know what they are. If you take that responsibility, or if you take a look at the situation and say, okay, it was beyond my control, how does that help to empower you then to move forward? Um, it, helps me, it helps me and others to, to realize that you can only control what you can control. You can only, you can only do so much to, to ensure that you're, you're, you're going to have the desired outcomes, but things just don't go your way, and that's okay. Um, and I always, and this is another principle that I, I'll pull from the book, Renters do it every day, right? If renters, if you believe that renters do it every day, you realize that the effort that you're putting in, that's your currency to pay off your landlord, which is your goals and your obstacles. There's so much you can do, right? But as, as long as you're paying your rent 
And I always believe that success is never owned, it's rented, right? You always will, you always, you will always rent your success, but as long as you're paying off your rent and as long as you're putting forth the effort, you'll realize that um, it's okay. Things may not go your way, but as long as you can control what you can control, it's totally fine here for me and part. So as you pick yourself up and make the next attempt, are you able also to look back on what you've done, even though it may not seem like it at the time, as practice for your next attempt? You learn something by doing it. And if you don't do something again, then you rob yourself of the opportunity of learning even more. Yes, you are always look at, you always look into the, the past and it's more so of a reflection point where you're recalibrating yourself. You're learning, you're learning from your from your past mistakes, or you're learning from your past successes as well, and you're recalibrating so that way in the future you can you can not only try to limit your failures, but um, just learn from them as well. And you know we love to talk about Chat GPT, but there's also a form of failure or rejection GPT as well, where you're constantly learning from your mistakes. It's a deep learning component where you're you're, you're recalibrating your processes and. And you're basically learning from your past, and then you could take that into the future and, and uh, make sure that you don't you don't make those same mistakes again. So, so in, in essence, you're saying, okay, if it didn't work out, okay, if you got rejected, uh, maybe say to yourself, well, you never know when you're having good luck because I just learned something. Exactly, and everything is everything is going well. Everything is going well. You don't look at your failures. It's when, when things start going wrong, right? We, we, never, we never focus on your past. Or we never focus on the negativity because you don't want to be a buzzkill um, when, you're, when you're succeeding and you're having a good time. Um, but it's also important to realize that not every day is going to be a sunny day. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support. Do you have any kind of tips and tricks for somebody who goes, okay, but I've been rejected so many times that it's a little hard for me to be, feel motivated today. What, what are a couple of things that somebody can do to help them maybe you know, make that next phone call or send the next email or go and pay a visit to someone when they don't want to? It's so easy for me to say, just share it, right? But then again, most people are not really interested in sharing that, those, those form of um, rejection here. But I'll say this, it will be much more effective to count your small losses. So if you woke up late, if you had a backache, you can consider that a loss. If you can, you know, if you have, if you had a bad day, if you don't feel too well, that's a bad loss. Um, if the traffic, and once again, it's things that you can't control. If the traffic on your way to work, is, is hectic or is congested, that's a small loss as well. You realize time and time again that um, when you look at the big picture, it's, it, you, you lose more times than you, you gain the, 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 the wins here as well. Um, so my, my advice for those who are saying, you know what, I lost so many times, I, I don't really feel like making the next call. Just realize that you've lost so many more, you, you, lost, you lost much more than you thought that you lost, but you also won as well you have another opportunity to go again, right? You have, you have another opportunity. And once you create that ledger of success versus failure, you realize you, you have much more failures, but you'll be proud of what you, what you, what you created and what you cultivated from that point. 
it really is a, uh, a matter of continuing to put one foot in front of the other, isn't it? Exactly. And we talk about the domino effect. Um, once you put that domino effect in, you realize that you have a big picture, a bigger picture than, you know, looking at each and every point of the domino. And, and direction is much more important than speed. So something that is important to me, and I think fits in here, um, let me know whether or not I'm on the right track, is I've come to appreciate that everything in life, absolutely everything, matters. Because once you do it, you ignite a course of uh, action, which creates reactions. And so even though you say, I've done this 47 times and each time it hasn't worked, maybe on the 48th time it ignites something else. Is it always being aware of the fact that by making an effort, by putting yourself into a particular place, you have no idea what might uh, what responses might come from that yes it's also being optimistic about your outcomes as well even if i applied to a set firm 400 times and i've gotten rejected each and every one of those times perhaps the 401st time maybe my my lucky my lucky guess and i think there's this there's this um this is popular quote right where you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take you that never was Wayne know. Gre <laughs> that Wayne was Wayne Gretzky. Yep. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. If you if you failed, you know, 48 times or however times you that you that you failed, it's okay. Just shoot shoot again. You never know. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so you talked about being an optimist. One of the things about being an optimist, I think, is. Uh, sometimes people go, oh, you're one of those starry-eyed, uh, everything is going to work out kind of people. I don't know that I accept that definition of optimism. I think that an optimist is somebody who uh, believes in potentially better outcomes, but is also fully aware of the pitfalls along the way. And if, and, and if you look at optimism from that perspective, perspective, then you're able to say, yep, the 401st time, may not have the result, but I still remain committed to the fact that there is a solution here. I agree. I think that, that form of optimism is, is derived from positive attitude, right? You don't want to have this bummy attitude where it's like, and I've, I've been rejected so many times, I just don't feel too. No, it's okay. It's okay. Just have that positive out, the attitude, and you never know. You never really know. And on top of that, you may recalibrate your lessons and your processes. So it, it may not work for you at that institution or that firm, or even in that industry, it may work for you somewhere else. So if you can recalibrate yourself and have a positive attitude, then you never know what might happen. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support. So is a good analogy around immunizing yourself to uh, uh, rejection, uh, taking a look at what it means to exercise. So when you exercise, you exercise a muscle, you're actually tearing it a little bit, but in that tearing, you're strengthening it. And is that in essence what we're doing, but we're doing it uh, emotionally and psychologically? Yes, yes, exactly. That's a, that's a good analogy. Um, you're basically building up your immune system. You're building up the immune system. So even if you get hit with that big or you get exposed to a big failure that meant a lot to you, 
you realize that, okay, you know what, you can overcome that um, in the future as well. There was a speaker just recently who was, uh, I guess, canceled um, because his views didn't quite align with the community that he was going to speak in. And his response to that was, I've been canceled by way better people than you. It's a good <laughs> It's good. Uh, and and I think that you have to have that 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 toughness and sense of self that says I fought my and and I, I here I am I'm I'm so in sync with what you're saying I'm probably stealing a little bit of your messaging but I I just feel that you can't help but uh, gain a sense of confidence that went well these things hurt but through each one they hurt a little bit less but through each one of them I got a little bit stronger. Definitely agree. Um, and I, uh, even if a speaker gets canceled, okay, it, it's all right to. It's, uh, you can get canceled, and then you can also resume your own. Uh, life continues here. Life continues. You don't have to get. If you get canceled for one event, it can be a form of postponement too. It can be a form of postponement, and then you can continue your 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 engagements as well. So, I would consider it- that a cancel. Yeah, can it also be an indication that maybe you're just slightly misaligned with the energy that is required or the skill set that is required for that particular activity? And as you said earlier, if you're willing to accept responsibility for your role in these uh, rejections, you can go back, do some self-examination, and then fine-tune. Yes. Um, I. These roles that I've applied for, or these opportunities that I've applied for, I can accept the I can accept the responsibility that I was I may not be ready. I may have I may not have the tools or the qualifications needed for those roles here. But it it, it is what it is. Even if I shot my shot and I failed, that's okay. I can learn from the past. I can learn from my experience as well, and then move forward and push forward. Well, that's you okay. can also. Yeah, you can also use that as an opportunity to go back and learn a little bit more, gain one more credential, and and develop that um, you know element of yourself that ensures that you have success next time. Totally agree. I totally agree. So, uh, where can people get the book? The book is available on Amazon. The book is also available on in Barnes and Nobles as well. Um, it's mm. it's it's really. It's really good, and as far as like a simple way of saying, you know what, you can fail, but you can create a whole entire activity and exercise, and be prepared to, to share it. You never know. People love the the, the good comeback story, so um, it's good for readers to to share that that aspect of their lives. Well, thank you for writing this book. I'm sure that it will be of great help to so many people. And thank you for taking the time today to have this conversation with me because I think that it is fundamentally important that people realize that a no is maybe a slight setback, but it's not the end of the story. Totally agree. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support.